What up, though? We are back for another dope-ass episode of Late Night with Nate and Adrian. I'm your boy, Nate Galloway. And I'm Adrian Brandyberg. Like, subscribe to all your podcast platforms. No crew, we appreciate you for tuning in. Boogie! Yes, sir. It's Bay Day. I I wasn't expecting you to say anything. Oh my God. I thought you weren't going to say anything because, baby, I would have reminded you. It is baby, (laughs) okay? Baby is here. Baby is here. (laughs) Should we we drop some bombs for for, for Beyonce? Should we? we, Let's hit it with the. Better do something. Please believe. Shout out to the Bay Hive and the Beehive, because people like to <laughs> switch it up. They like to say Bay Hive, Beehive, and the Beehive adjacent, which is which is me. I'm Beehive okay. adjacent. Um, who didn't who didn't waver after hearing that the album was leaked two days prior. Okay. Someone, somebody in—I don't know if you heard this—but somebody in Paris, in France, yeah. decided to release in a store physical albums of the the album, and people Damn out there shit. was going berserk. <laughs> somebody got fired. You know they got fired, but do you think they were actually playing the album, or do you think they waited? Because if you got if you got a copy, you know you're gonna play it. You're not well, waiting. I, I saw a couple people try and leak and release it on Twitter and they definitely got reported because <laughs> I once I heard about it, I was just like, hey, I don't care. I'm waiting. Don't show me. I'm about to I'm about to give the respect that okay. she deserved. This is a three act album. I a did three hear that. act project. This is a three act project. So the first project the first act if you will was released today and um you know it was a dance album it's a day like this is what people expected people were a little you know uneasy (laughs) they were expecting you know four you know from the album they were expecting dangerously in love they was expecting sasha fears this ain't it it's not this is if you are an artist, you should know this. You should be always reinventing, always trying to challenge yourself and do something that you want to do. She she told us, "Hey y'all, this is while I was while I was in, <laughs> while I was in the panini, I made a lot of songs. Um, it's a labor I, of love, right? It's a labor of love. I actually made too many damn songs." And for that, you get three projects. You get three damn projects. So, listen, I'm all for it. Which no one in the hive is going to complain about. Uh, I got to say this: if I were in uh, Perry. I would have uh, bought the album if I saw it. I was like, yeah, I'm buying this. I would have posted on social media that I bought the album. And then I would be playing it and making fun of y'all for not being able to hear it two days early. I wouldn't have. Nope. I wouldn't have. Nope. Uh, I wouldn't have uh, leaked it. But I'd have been like, "Y'all heard this new Beyonce yet?" No, I, I heard I it. Don't know about all that. I'd have been yeah. like, "Yep, yep." Beyonce people would have been in contact with you after the first post, nigga. 
Yeah, you would have had to go like underground or some shit because they would be like, we will find you yep. and we will kill you. What was that movie uh, that they made with Liam Nielsen? <laughs> I will find oh, take you. It. Yeah, take it. It would be just like that with the hive. Um, series. So did you, is that what I said? The Taken series? <laughs> no, no, no. Taken movies. Taken what was that? All of them. Um, about three of them. So let me ask you this though. Uh, then we'll get started. So did you, did you like the project? Did you like it? Did I? Now that, I, listen, I, there, I thoroughly, I was about to say thoroughly, thoroughly. <laughs> did you, sounded like my aunt. Boy, she's a country. You talking about listening country? To yeah. By her, thoroughly. Thoroughly. I just, you know what it is? I like refreshing music that I, I don't expect from artists. Like, that makes me feel good. Like, yes, we know Beyonce can give us a ballad, can give us a an anthem. But yeah. guess what? She switched it up and was like, yeah, I'm going with the gays right now. I'm going with... <laughs> I'm going with the the house music right now. I'm going back to Renaissance. Tina Tina Marie was um was used in a couple um couple songs. Um like she went back to the Renaissance. La Renaissance. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I really did. Tina is uh that's my white girl. Um I checked it out. I, I did check out the album and I was just I, like we, we don't care what you think. Tell you the truth, we don't. But you need to know, cause I'm not a I'm okay. not a Beyonce fan. So you need to know but, someone who's not a fan. But you is. know, the fans of Beyonce's, uh, we don't want to hear you guys. We you might the people. You okay, might. What, what, how you know you how you, how you how you know y'all didn't convert me? How you know this album didn't convert me to becoming a fan? We that, per, okay. Saying. You probably did. It's, did you? Did it's you? Like, you non fans, we don't want to hear what you. But, but it's valid. Okay. What 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 do you um, have to say? What's your opinion? Go ahead and say. You this don't is like it. this is the first Beyonce album that I have listened to in full, probably since her debut album. Okay. Uh, I've always heard snippets because after that that second album, I was just like, yeah, I don't <sighs> think Beyonce is for me. Like some of the singles, I was like, yeah, this is it. Um, I kind of fell back and I was like, you know what? Beyonce might happen. She might have had me when she started rapping. I was like, the last album her and Jay Z put out, even the one with uh, the Lion King one that was like Blackest King or whatever, I was like, that's that a dope fire. ass album. That was fire. So, upon listening, first of all, Break My Soul, love the song. I, I was like, okay, Beyonce. I was like, you got me in here. I'm in here grinding weed over here, just like bobbing and everything. <laughs> You know, you won't so, break my weed. You won't break my weed. I won't break these bowls because I'm known right. to drop a bowl. So, um, I enjoyed the album. I, I okay. really did. I felt like I needed to vogue for a hot second. I'm in here smoking weed, just like do you do do just. Yeah, it was it's, a dope ass album. I yeah, agree. It's a dance as it made you want to move around and. Like start cleaning or something. Like it made you want oh, yeah. to to do an activity. Like I really thoroughly enjoyed the fact that um, the transitions were seamless and the the music all like kind of meshed together, but was different at the same time. Like I I really enjoyed it. I like I generally enjoyed it, and I I 
I like I I respect people that that think it's not their her best album, but get over it. Like people, artists have to grow. <laughs> like, Build a bridge and get over it. <laughs> get over it, like for real. I mean, it was. Um, I was just like, hey man, I I was feeling it. I mean, there was yeah. a couple songs where I was like, man, this ain't this ain't for me. But for the most part, the whole album, I was like, yeah, I could listen yeah. to this. Back to back. And this is for someone who I've been adjacent of adjacent of adjacent to you in the high. I I've been like, yeah, I'll rock with her. But I yeah, yeah, yeah. She might have won me back. You know, she might have won me back. So I was like, yeah, Beyonce, great. It was I definitely a Dee's piece for sure. So So I was like, yeah, this is dope. I was like, nigga, stop hating. Stop hating on Yonce. I was walking around like, yeah, the Yonce album is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever talk like that. I was like, this shit is dope. <laughs> but, you know, it's Beyonce Day, and this is the world's uh, best late night podcast, and we got an ad coming up, so we'll be right back. Do we have an ad coming up? Because I thought we were going to do Tip It. Do we have an ad coming up? Oh, you're right. You know what? I got my... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Sometimes we could just go with it, but... I mean, right. we can go whatever. You. I appreciate you for, you know keep me honest well let's be real i had a little bit of the drink you know i'm drinking a little bit of this tito's and you know the cran apple so sometimes I oh. get my hey, you know i'm i'm a little bougie sometimes with my cranberry boogie i'm a little bougie sometimes with my cranberries you know we could rank that hierarchy here but that's another show here but you are right boogie it is time for I'm tipping my hat. Tipping the hat. For those of you who are new to the show, sometimes, you know, I be messing up. That's why I got the queen over here to the left or right, depending on which side of the screen you viewing, to keep me in line. Tipping the hat oh, is a second one. We like to shout out, you know, folks who are doing good things in the community. So, Boogie, who you got for your? I'm tipping my hat. Tipping of the hat. Tipping my hat goes to Jordan Peele's Nope. Once again, Jordan Peele has done it one more get. Um, debuted at number one with selling $44 million at the box office. Wow. Shout out to this man here. Comedy as, as a background improv sketch stand-up and decided to go into the horror or horror <laughs> industry and now they're killing it. Shout out to that black man, mixed black man, but he's still black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shows up on, on paper as black. <laughs> oh yeah. Did oh you yeah. See it? He's still black. Uh that'll be a nope for the nope for me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um I did see it and Thoughts? uh what the hell was going on that's the thought wow. <laughs> just, wow. yeah the that's cinematography it. amazing mm-hmm. um but everything else in between kiki palmer good Got acting you. uh daniel great acting everything Got else you. in between is just a lot of fucking holes yeah i, I, yeah. I was just I, like yeah what is this you know yeah i um i saw an interview with kiki and jordan <laughs> Um, and Kiki was like, does Nope stand for not on planet Earth? And <laughs> and Jordan Peele was like, ha, ha, that actually makes a lot of sense. Not on planet Earth. Wow. <laughs> nope. Ah. 
<laughs> he was like, I should have went with that one. Because <laughs> I mean, oh. I don't, I don't want to give it away, but I, I just, I kind of left and I was like, it threw you, it threw you, yeah, curious, curious minds. It, it was, uh, it, it was a little. It could have been better. I'll put it, it there. There was just it could have been. There was just so much more that you think of yeah. when you think of because we all knew it was like aliens. So when yeah. you think of that, it was just like you could have just did so much more, bro. Yeah. And it's it's getting to be that point because you know when people fell off of like uh, us. They were like, uh, he's starting to. What is he doing? Mm. This is what I I kind of get what they're saying because I I, I got that. us. Yeah, this this is what. Oh, nope I was definitely got that. us. Us was <laughs> like, like yeah, is... I get that wholeheartedly. It was kind of on the nose. Us was on the nose for sure. So it's like the first two good. This one, mm-hmm. like, okay. But apparently he's got a couple more, so we'll see. Yeah, but... he got a couple more in his bag. Listen, shout out to him. The fact that they green greenlit this black man to do literally whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> Uh, hey, kudos <laughs> to you, brother. <laughs> Why not? Okay. And I think he knows Why that we're going to go see it too because black niggas is going to support it because we're like, yeah, of he's course. black. So we're going to go see it. Even if we don't get the shit, we're just going to be like, well, we support oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Who you got for your tipping? Who do you have for your tipping? My tipping goes to Kid Cuddy. Sip some of this cran. Make sure I slurp that on purpose because I'm bougie. Uh, Kid Cudi is who I'm giving uh, my tip in the hat to because I feel like it takes a lot to... uh, You got to really love yourself to walk off the stage like that. So I I commend him for um, truly knowing who he is as a person and an artist because I'm with him. I'm not about to stand up here and you're going to keep disrespecting me, disrespecting my band, disrespecting the stage by so throwing shit. what exactly shit. happened? Can you break it down? I was going to say, break it down. What exactly um, happened? Yeah, for those of you that didn't see uh, the videos that rolled around, um, and, you know, he took over for Kanye. Kanye was supposed to headline, so when Kanye backed gotcha. out, um, Cuddy took over. And during his performance, you know, people were throwing shit on stage, and somebody beamed him with a water bottle, mm. you know? And Cuddy was like, hey, if y'all throw one more fucking thing on this stage, um, that's it. I'm going to walk off. And somebody threw some shit on the stage, and, you know, he walked off, you know? And he, I think he also said, like, y'all ruined it for everybody. And it was like, you legit did. Like, why the fuck are you paying money to come and see the show? Expend a lot of money, because it's expensive to go to these festivals. And you throwing shit. Yeah, I think I did see a video where they showed the guy in the crowd who threw it. I'm like, man, y'all are fucking corny. Like, it's just corny as hell that people can't fucking act like they have some common sense. And um, I just commend him because you know some artists they would have stood up there and would continue through their set or whatever. So that's dope because not only did you leave, or uh, I don't know during what point of the. Uh, the, the the show he left what song mm-hmm. it was but you still got paid he still got paid and y'all still didn't get to see a headliner on the stage he walked the fuck off so it's like you didn't really do anything you know what I mean it's just fucking lame so you know I tip my hat to him stand up for himself hell yeah man like we we have to get out of this uh, this idea that we're so entitled even though we paid all this money but exactly you still can't treat 
<clears throat> these stars or celebrities, basketball players, athletes, like they're they are not human beings. Exactly. That's that's exactly what it is. It's like the entitlement. Ain't you know what it is? It's coming yeah. from these punk ass, uh, these punk ass white kids. That's that's uh cracker ass cracker. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, because I remember a time when rap mm. con- like rap concerts were all niggas, and it bothered me that they're not all niggas anymore. It does. Like I'm well, I'm okay with you know other people coming, but it's like before when it was just us or you know our uh, like Latino people coming and everything, you weren't seeing people. I mean, there were there were some rowdy events. I'm not acting like niggas in the crowd didn't do shit. I'm not trying to say that at I all. I was just about to say, uh, but generally speaking, when it's all niggas, is that's scary. in the crowd though. We not we yeah it's yeah you might get your ass whooped in the crowd, but they weren't attacking the performers. I ain't going to an all rap event. It depends. Yeah, that ain't, but even so, I, I don't know. I'm I'm weird about it because now when you see concerts, it's all fucking white people, and I'm like, bro, yeah. you as a nigga, you as uh, as an you're rapping as an art form that was made for us. I would be pissed off if my entire crowd was white people. I'm like, where are the niggas? Like, where are but if my you people? In Germany, come on now. If you in Germany, if you That's in different. Munich, if you That's in different. Switzerland. You're that's not here like, y'all okay, y'all okay be singing. <laughs> that's this a little, that's a little different. You get in your overseas bag. And I understand that different cultures are going to bring you over there. But here in America, there's, there's many things because I feel like the tickets are too high as well because niggas is like, I, it's, I can't it, afford these that's tickets. That's what it is. That's what so it is. So white people, I think my irritation when it comes from white people saying nigga in the crowd, it's like, what the fuck? If I'm a rap artist. Right, yeah, with that, and then and it's what other what other clips though you you hear Dang all the time. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, look, like, and they were and all I, looking I at each, each other in the crowd was like, <laughs> guys, it's okay, we can do it. <laughs> And like it's funny when you see the tweets and black people are like, I would be ducking people. I was like, I'd be right there with you. We might take an L, but I'm 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 punching one white person white. beside because it's like you Dude, know. Okay, we will take eighty it. to one. <laughs> as long as I got one boogie, as long as I get Y'all one. <laughs> the hell out. What are you talking about? I would be like, I took one of them crackers down, though. I don't know. It just it bothers me though, because I think it's the, the entitlement, and it's just like, I don't know. I just that's just me. I don't know. I went on this tangent, <sighs> the weed and the booze, oh, you know, but I think we do I have guess. an ad coming up now, and this Definitely is, is you know, the world's best late night podcast. So let's get to this okay. ad, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm just over here polishing up my black watch. A lot of y'all know I'm an avid collector of watches. I got at least nine of them things in my collection. And the one that I get the most compliments on has got to be my black watch. I got to tell y'all, black watches, they have really put a lot of time and detail into their product. I got to tell you, from the watch face all the way down to, to the band made of genuine leather. I know it's genuine, but I like seeing genuine. They really have outdone themselves. So, fellas, ladies, if you're looking to upgrade your watch style, 
definitely check out the good folks over there at Black Watches. They black-owned. You know you want to support a black-owned watch company. And because, you know, they rocking with the podcast, they, you know, hooked you guys up with a promo code. That's right, a promo code. They'll give you 20% off of your order when you head over to blackwatches.com. That's right, blackwatches.com, B-L-A-K, watches.com. And make sure you use that promo code, late night WNA. Come on, support the Black Watches. Now back to the podcast. Alright, for news you can or can't use. Boogie, the Mega Millions jackpot is up to 1.2 billion with a B dollars. Got your tickets, Boogie? That'll be a negatory. Uh, <laughs> um, your man Khaled and uh, Quality Control got my tickets. They bought them all up. Uh, folks on uh, Al Gore's internet are very upset because uh, a video of DJ Khaled, you know, I hope you got your Mega Millions tickets because I got mine. They didn't believe in us, but God did. And, uh, you know, Q from Quality Control, he uh, posted that he bought quite a few uh, tickets. And after people... Uh, voiced their frustrations. He said, how the hell y'all mad at someone for trying to hit the Mega Millions for a billion? If y'all don't get the fuck out of here with that shit, ain't nobody trying to be working every day like this. And when I hear shit like that, Boogie, I just want to be like, nigga, shut up. Like, for real. Mess your dumb ass down like, that's what I want to say. Reason being is y'all are millionaires already. What do you mean? Like, ain't nobody got time to be working like this. Bruh, you don't have to work like this. You got millions of dollars. Q from Quality Control, is his net worth is $50 million. Boogie, I just want to put that out there. Just well, to, you uh, have to remember, you have to remember <sighs> these net worths online aren't mm -hmm. accurate that's number one they are not okay. accurate and number two from what i've from what i i'm hearing for, just from reading those tweets if quality control is out here trying to get the lottery trying to win the lottery that means his bills are outweighing his output <laughs> his input <laughs> and this is the real problem is my guy you need a better financial advisor. Okay? <laughs> that's what that's what I'm hearing. You said okay? he's not living within his means. <laughs> he is not. <laughs> he is not living within his means, which we all done that before. And guess yeah, what? He is in the same position that every more than seventy percent. I'm gonna say 80% of this this country is dealing with right now. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, two things can be true here. The two things that are true is um you can't tell people what to do with their money. That Absolutely is not. one. But then the other thing here is is how much do you need? I mean, that's the, that's that's the other question Enough, here. Man. It's like, nigga, you you a millionaire? It's just like, and I I get the, I get why people are upset, 
because it's just like, hey, bro, if you win, you already rich, like you already wealthy. Like it's legit people who are out here struggling. It's just like, what's the point? Um, I just this goes back to I've said this and I'll keep saying it again. Like niggas need to stop posting everything online. We would not know about DJ Khaled buying all these goddamn tickets. We would not know about Q buying all these tickets if you just didn't post it. Like you wouldn't have as many headaches if he wasn't trying to stun on niggas. That's just uh, the line of work that they live in. Uh, they would like to stunt. <laughs> Khaled, of all people, is known to do such things. Quality control. He has huge, extravagant birthday parties. That's probably why he's in the position <laughs> in the predicament that he's in right now. So You know what's the flex is showing broke people that they're really broke because you done bought like a hundred fucking lottery tickets. <laughs> That's the biggest flex of all. It's like, I know I'm not going to win, but I got a hundred chances. Your broke ass only got one. You know, but at the end of this, I'm still rich. But listen, it only takes one. <laughs> and I'm going to be just like the last, uh, the last lottery winner. I'm going to be wearing my scream mask. Hell yeah. You will not know who the hell I am. And I'm going to be working my little wussy-ass job until the wheels fall off. Nothing will change. For a billion, nothing's going to change? For a billion? Oh, no, no, no. Nothing. You, you nothing's going to change. maintain the same lifestyle? Only thing, that, only thing that's going to change is I might downgrade my hours. Okay. Part-time? Might go real, yeah, real PT. Real PT. <laughs> But that's it. I'm a, you know, break my my people off. Like, hey, I just okay. I'm not yep. gonna tell them that I want, but I'm gonna tell them like, blessings to you, to you, to you, to I you. I think they'll know you won if it's a certain amount of money. You because they like, wait a minute, we don't normally get this kind of funds from boogie. So you know, right. let's tis see. true, tis <laughs> true, tis true. But that's why I told I told a couple of my I told a couple of my friends. I'm like, listen. If I win, I'm definitely getting the over the time, over the years. I'm not getting a large lump sum because they definitely take it about 60%. 60? Goddamn. Oh, yeah, they do take a nice little. Yeah. But it's a billy. How much do you need, Boogie? It's a billy. I need all my <laughs> cream. <laughs> I need it all. Like, I want all need. the coins. <laughs> right. I want them all. See, you got to be thinking smart and not just irrational so see okay <clears throat> i'm a rash i'm gonna do right so if i won the billy right i didn't play okay and i'm just gonna go oh out. you didn't, didn't play, play either okay so i didn't play you know you know i'm gonna play i'm gonna play because nobody's gonna win i'm already predicting this it's gonna go up to over a billy it's a, it's at 1.2 now but it's, yeah. it's gonna get it's gonna get up there if no one wins, here's where because this, this is why I don't really play because it's always some white person who's poor yeah. in like Alabama who works in a tuna factory Albuquerque. who went in with like yeah. six of their coworkers. That's those are the people who win. It's never just like yeah, some nigga in Chicago. It's that's not how it ever works. It doesn't ever happen. So that's why I don't play. But if I did play, right, send out my cash app to all the homies. Boogie, you can get a cash app and all that good stuff. But then I don't do cash out. Vimo me, mofo. Okay, Vimo I'll, I'll Vimo me I'll, or I'll, Zell. I'll Vimo Zell. You bougie out here. So I, I'll do the Vimos, right? And then I'm still gonna podcast, but I'm gonna be yep. podcasting on a different from level. location. 
I'm gonna be podcasting yeah. from an island location. Like I'm be like, it's gonna be a little different. You'd be like, Nate, I hear the oceans of Turks and Caicos. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah, my backyard. Like, yeah, but but it's just you know, happen. generally speaking, your life is not gonna change. You're still gonna be doing the exact same thing that you're doing it, but it's true more frequently. That's it. Yeah, that's true. That that is true. I buy a whole lot more weed, you know, because I'm like, right. I got a belly. You know, I Thank might you. start growing my own weed. Just be like, okay. yeah. See, um, see. you know. I, I got to go through. I, I, so I know you said you, you're not taking a lump sum, right? You're no. taking. Okay. It's like, what is it? Like every five years or something? No, I think they give it to you in one big ass sum. Or you mean like what you'll be getting? Yeah, over time. Instead of getting the large like lump year. sum. Is it every year? I think it's every year you're getting, you're getting something. That's even better. Listen, yeah. you have to, you have to put, you have to put, okay. you have to put these these constraints on yourself because okay. as someone with new money that's coming into new mm -hmm. money, you don't know how to spend your money. People going to always true. come into your ear and say, hey, my miss, let me get, hey, my miss, let me hold blah, <laughs> blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Start you this car watch. A, right. You get yourself this stipend every year. You good to go. I'm telling you. Listen. See, Boogie, that's smart. That's that's smart and that's logical, but like you don't want to see be... <laughs> see me being a black man. The okay. cops might shoot me. You never know what might happen. I want all my money up front. Cops might get me on you, so you can block the bullets. <laughs> yeah, the cops might hit me. Fucking heart disease. It's a number of things that black men got to deal with. Black folks got to deal with. hypertension. All these things. That's why you get a nutritionist. Sum. You get a good ass. I'm gonna doctor. buy that with my lump sum. I'm gonna get that wow, with my lump see, sum. See, this is the shit I'm talking about. And you know what else I'm gonna do? I'm gonna hire Oprah's uh, accountant because Oprah ain't going broke. So I'm like, look, look, player, I just got a Billy. <laughs> Or whatever, whatever, sixty percent, whatever they, I'm yeah, left with it's after that. Not gonna that. be a Billy. I got, I got these M's, nigga. Manage yeah. this for it's me. It's gonna be some M's for sure. <laughs> That's what I would do. I'm low key hating on Khaled though. I'm hating. I'm hating because if he wins, we gonna hear a bunch of other dumbass catchphrases. So I don't want DJ Khaled to win. I don't want him. Good point. Very good point. <laughs> We got another ad. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause from this episode to tell you about our next sponsor, Rose Vogue Styling. Let Rose Vogue Styling help you change the way you see yourself. Their mission is to empower you to build your confidence and look fly while doing it. Mm. They offer personal styling, shopping, and closet auditing. They need to come to my closet because it's a hot ass mess, okay? They also have an online boutique store full of pieces that will give your outfit life and have you looking right. Pieces like earrings, that's what I have on now, here, right here, necklaces, purses, rings, just to name a few, okay? Right now, our subscribers, our listeners, our watchers, you, 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 you can get 20% off when you use the code late night, okay? L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. -E. Go on over to their IG. It's Rose Vogue Styling, at Rose Vogue Styling. Um, easy. Everybody knows that, okay? Let Rose Vogue Styling style you for your next event or simply just help you enhance the pieces that you already have in your closet. Wow. Style is a choice. Upgrade yours with Rose Vogue Styling. Again, you can get 20% off if you use our code, late night, okay? 
L-A-T-E, N-I-T-E, support a black business, okay? Support us. When you support them, you're supporting us, okay? Now let's get back to the show. Topic number two for news you can and can't use. Uh, Will Smith apologized to uh, Chris Rock in a five-minute video. Boogie, did you see the video? And what That's... did you think? That's a negative. I uh, saw the first 30 seconds. And then when I saw that it was five minutes, I was like, nope. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> all right. uh, I had a chance to um, <clears throat> watch the video uh, okay. in its entirety. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm happy that was able to uh, get that off his chest and apologize because you could definitely tell and you could see that this has been bothering him. Even when he was talking, this was uh, he fighting his demons. You can definitely see that. Um, We're all human. We all make mistakes. For sure. I just wish and I, I guess you can't really tell anyone when they should apologize or not. Personally, I wish it was sooner. Um, and I say that because he's set to start filming again. And it's yeah. like, you know, they bad boys, foe. it's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one Emancipation movie, it's coming. And another movie. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, so we've forgotten about what happened. So it's kind of like, we, I'm apologizing. Forget. Nobody forgot, though. And yeah, we didn't. But it's kind of like, I'm apologizing because I'm about to be back out here in the limelight again. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't, that was the only part to me where I was like, are you is this like a press tour release like this is the apology tour and then he you, did talk yeah. about oh, my bad go ahead no i was gonna say go i was gonna say you know from reports said he did go into a rehab in order to you know revisit his traumas and he said it in the video that not um living up in living up to people's expectation and uh, letting people down is an emotional trauma for him. So I think he had to work things out. And from the, the excerpts that I did see, um, you know, he tried to reach out to Chris Rock and his camp said he wasn't ready yet. And on understandably, I get it. These are two people that, were hurt that and and embarrassed and they both retaliated in different ways um i just i feel bad for both parties and for entire families that were um affected by this like generally speaking i feel like everybody was affected even though this is not about us uh, but everybody was generally affected by this. Like we still talk about this. Like I seen, I've seen videos and pre-recorded content where they've made a statement and said this was done before the slap on both parties. Yeah, yeah. So, I did see that on the heart to heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a good episode with uh, Chris and Kevin. By oh the yeah, way. definitely a very great episode. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it, it was. He he talked about Jada as well because someone asked a question like, "Did Jada roll her eyes? Did that make you go up there?" And he he was one hundred percent accountable. This was on him, you know. Yeah. This was yeah. a blackout moment for him, yeah. um, you know. So I mean, we can all appreciate that. And I, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not mad at him for going for step, stepping up for your wife. I mean, you're supposed to do that. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not at all mad about that. It's just like man, you could have apologized sooner, and. You know, it's just like it is what it is. He's going to I think it's going to eat him up more now. The fact that Chris did not wasn't, you know, reciprocating right away. It's just like, oh, you have to wait. I think that's going to yeah. really eat away at him more. So now I, I know I know that feeling of doing something that you regretted, that you regret and then not getting that closure that you need in order for you to heal. Yeah. But guess what? reality realistically that never happens that usually never happens and you have to find a way to forgive yourself and so i think that's what he's been working with working towards but he still have to live his life and doing movies is what brings him solace so um i I, I hate it. I hate even talking about this because I know you mentioned this uh, when it first came out. The fact that you know we doing this in others' company, other people's, you know, different company, outside people, uh, and a lot of the issues that we deal with, we have to deal with it publicly or in front of people that yeah. don't under quite understand like the dynamics of our culture and it's hard to really explain when we know these feelings like these feelings are similar to the experience to our experience but it it's just it's saddening to see um a quote-unquote hero to the culture go through this you know what i mean so (laughs) No, no, I, I wholeheartedly get it with you. And I, I was seeing the think pieces on the uh, net today, and it was just like, heard of all, please. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were saying that, oh, he didn't need to apologize. He did nothing wrong. And it was like, you slapped a man on TV National that the world saw. Like, the right. world saw this, yeah. and it's going to yeah. be there forever. If you forever. don't think he didn't owe that man an apology, uh, y'all are crazy. But the flip side of that is, Chris, some might say it or see it as he was talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking shit about that yeah. man's wife. Yeah. So he got your ass whooped. Do you think Chris owes an apology back to you know to Jada and the Smith family and Will? Because you know, this probably would have never happened had he not made that joke. I think. I think it goes both ways. I think. You should never put your hands on somebody right. uh, for, especially for something that is perceived as a joke. Um, perceive, perceived as a joke, especially when there's no physical harm being done. Uh, but granted, verbal abuse is very much real. And there's been history <laughs> with with Chris Rock coming at Jada, especially <laughs> specifically Jada. Yeah. So um, this is, I, I think this is a very hard 
situation. Slippery slope. <laughs> it, it is. It's a very hard situation where I feel like nobody's nobody's in the wrong and nobody's in the right. I, I just feel like I just want people to heal and we can get past this as a whole. That's that's all I want. I'm 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 with that as well as getting past this. If you're Chris, right? Let's say Adrian, yeah. you got slapped on what they say is the world's biggest stage. Do you forgive Will? Do you call? Do you reach back out? You're like, hey, let's have this conversation, or is it just like, ah, fuck you for life? I don't know because I've. That's like saying, that's that's like saying if my brothers embarrass me publicly. I'm never gonna talk to them again. Nah. But these ain't your That's brothers. A- you got slapped. Okay. okay. At your job, technically, this is your job. You got slapped at your job in front okay. of the world. Okay. So okay. Okay. So let's say, you know, now that I think about it, now that <laughs> I think about this, because because I just thought about this. Has has Chris Rock and Will Smith ever done a project together? Uh, he was no, not like a movie project. Will, um, Chris was on an episode of The Fresh Prince back in the day. Uh, he he did. Uh, nah, he was on that. Good. So it's not really. I don't think Will Smith didn't really have control in the early stages. Maybe back in the day when he was like doing Independence Day, like he started have having EP yeah. credits and stuff like that. But I'm just saying, like, I think something's up between their relationship in general like and and we don't know and i think that's that's the deciding factor but my whole thing is (laughs) right because the the fact that over time chris rock thought it was cool to just really let all those jokes fly (laughs) and 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 think that nothing was gonna happen. Like that's that's where I'm like. Ah. I mean, because if you get away with it, like I don't know, three or four times, you're like, ah, I'm untouchable. <laughs> so, yeah, at that point, I'm like. Ah. But Chris know. also, and I don't want to make excuses for him. And this might sound like a, I guess it might be an excuse, but he does have. Remember that? That's that. Uh, was it that he has to pick up on social cues? So some of this yeah. stuff, I'm like. Okay, it was terrible to say, but I, yeah. I give him a little bit of grace. A little bit. You have to give him grace a little bit because most of the award shows, that's intentional. Like, they do yeah. that on purpose. Which the Ricky Gervais's? Whoa! Yeah. That yeah. one? God, oh, that was horrible when he was hosting. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. I agree, but it hits a little different when you're of the same complexion. Just saying. It does, and especially when the person who is talking shit is saying to your face. Because mm-hmm. some of these jokes that Chris told, they weren't in the building. Because remember, he said the Oscar's so white. Jada yeah. and them weren't there when he was telling those jokes. Yeah. So it hits a little bit different when Again, it's in front of your face. Yeah. It's, this is a very slippery slope, just like what slippery. you said. And I know... Again, we all know this. Chris Rock has been known, and he said it and vo- and shared this with the public that he was, you know, bullied and tormented uh, as a kid, 
And, you know, those traumas stick with you, just like with Will. Like, he said it too. His traumas has stuck with him over the years. So, um, black men in general, y'all just all need a hug. Some therapy too. That too. (laughs) That's that's what hugs. If I am... If I'm mo hugging, less mugging. You know, new slogan that out there. You know, um, if I'm Chris, I'll probably yeah. call eventually. We can talk. Yeah. I will forgive, but nigga, I'm not gonna forget. Every think, yeah. fucking special, there's gonna be a Will Smith joke. Nigga, I got Every slap. special, because that slap lives out there for. Ever, even after we are all gone, hundred years from now, it's gonna be niggas on YouTube seeing Chris Rock getting his ass slapped. So you gonna they you like, gonna hear all real? these jokes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gonna hear all these jokes? Uh, yeah. He did apologize to Tony as well, Tony Rock. Do you yeah. think Tony is gonna forgive Will? Because we know Tony be with them. Shits. No, <laughs> no. I think I think it hits a little different as a sibling because yeah. you don't forget. Like you can try and you can try and be as civil as possible, but that's your that's your blood. So it it's on site. I think it's on site. I think it, it no matter where they at, Tony's like, I'm taking this charge, bro. Like it's on site. That's just what it yeah. is. Uh, I just I just hope we can find some type of peace in some matter. I can't wait for the Chris Rock special. I just can't wait for it to drop. I can't. But wait. he's not going to talk. Here. He's not talking about it in the special. He's, he's going to eventually. Not. There's going to be one special. He's yeah after the yeah after the third special, nigga. Y'all ready? <laughs> y'all ready now? I'm ready now. But it's not happening. This special, <laughs> sorry, it's not. He said, yeah, no, not not, not this one. It. I'm okay not this one. But at some point in time, nigga. I want to know what was going through your mind. <laughs> he still got a problem. After you got slapped, you know? I yeah. just want to know. But yeah. anyways, Boogie, it's time for one of my favorite segments. This time for y'all niggas is tripping. Y'all niggas tripping, especially where uh, a segment where we like to talk about niggas who be tripping sometimes. So Boogie, who you got? Who's tripping uh, this week for you? All righty. Let's uh, go ahead and dive into this crazed phenomenon <sighs> that we call the pink sauce. All right. <laughs> um, I, I just like. Where do you start? I, I just, uh, I like <laughs> the, the dumbness of people like, uh, okay. Let's start with this. Okay. <laughs> let me let me start with this. What is what is the pink sauce and who is the creator? Okay. So on TikTok, yes, we're talking about TikTok. TikTok has taken over. If you have if you don't know by now, TikTok is number one. Instagram is number two and is dying off just Man. like Facebook. <laughs> okay. Literally dying off where Grab they is taking have a hit. <laughs> Well, Instagram, they are petitioning to bring Instagram back, but that's besides the point. Um, the creator of the pink sauce is none other than, and I'm going to say this correctly, at Chef Pie, and that's P-I-I, pronounced P. So I'm going to say, I thought it said pie, but it's Chef P, is a private oh. chef in Miami. And I'm putting this in quotation 
for Private Chef because she's been <laughs> chefing it up in the chef biz for four years. Um, this is what she said on YouTube, okay? She's a single mother of two, uh, two boys. Okay, shout out to her, you know, doing her, her damn thing or whatever. But she introduces herself as Chef P on YouTube. She's 29 years old. She had around 800 followers on TikTok. Now she has more than 142,000 followers with oh, 4 million likes on her posts. Sit on that real quick. Okay. Mm, so she, she developed this pink sauce um, and she lists the condiments and in the condiments, uh, excuse me, in the in ingredients, the main ingredients is honey, chili, garlic, sunflower, seed oil, and dragon fruit. That's what makes it pink, by the way. Um, they also have some other ingredients or whatnot, but she uses dragon fruit primarily to make it pink. Okay. And so now it has gotten into a, a craze where over 900,000 people have, or repost, I should say, people are trying to buy it. They are selling it. They are... <laughs> They are trying to use it, eat it or whatnot. And now they are complaining that it's not FDA approved. She went on this live and said that I don't need to be FDA approved. FDA approved doesn't mean that my food is not, that that this sauce is not uh, food, is not edible or whatnot. People are complaining about it. it's changing <laughs> colors. It's making them sick. They get food poisoning. <laughs> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, she is correct. Yep, you, she is. Food, food, uh, supplements, um, uh, so, and a couple other things doesn't have to be FDA approved to be sold as such. But y'all are buying pink sauce from Amazon and expecting it to be edible. And Hold on, go, say, go back. Say that again. Say that. Say what you just said again. Y'all are purchasing non-FDA approved food from Amazon. Not 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 Amazon Whole Foods, <laughs> <laughs> but the warehouse of <laughs> Amazon. Okay, the warehouse where they you they box box shit in. <laughs> For months in advance, all right, <laughs> and are complaining left or right that it's changing colors, that it's making them sick, that it doesn't taste like everyone is saying that it's supposed to taste like. Uh, yet, yeah, nigga, because <laughs> <laughs> y'all are getting fooled. Why are y'all doing this? I don't understand this. She is a business owner trying to get Ugh. a buck. Like, listen, <laughs> stop it, y'all. Y'all need to chill. Stop. Y'all got to stop running onto these court crazes. Like, come on now. <laughs> y'all got to be smart. Y'all got to be smart. I just, I don't I'm over here just like, because everything you said is 100% factual. It's just, one, the <sighs> sauce was like, Twenty dollars a bottle. Oh Ain't no God. goddamn sauce out here nope. worth no twenty dollars a bottle. Nope. Two, 
I saw when I saw her video of her in her, it was like a Superman. It was like mm-hmm. a comic book character T-shirt with like a fucking bustier on or some shit or a waist trainer. I was like, this is all I need to know right here. Like, I'm not buying this shit. Um, do better, people. Like the people who are complaining about their stomachs hurt and everything. I was like. You think what did you think was gonna happen when you were buying something with these ingredients that wasn't refrigerated? I saw one bottle where they said vinegar was spelled wrong on uh. on the ingredients on the back of the bottle. She even addressed how her label was yeah. incorrect. Yeah. And Boogie, yes, you are correct, and she's also correct that it does mm-hmm. not have to be FDA approved. But you know what's gonna happen? Because the FDA, they're in charge of making sure people don't get sick with all these people who are making these claims about getting sick. I bet you the FDA gonna be like, hey girl, stop making this pink sauce in your kitchen. Like, and I'm all for niggas getting their money. I am all for us getting our money. But come on, she couldn't even tell people what it tastes like. And I understand part of that is part of the, uh, for the marketing, but girl, it's pink sauce. Like, no. And I remember, yeah. Boogie, you might be young enough to remember this too, or old enough to remember this. But I remember when ketchup was they had green ketchup and purple ketchup and blue ketchup and all that shit was trash. I I hate How I hate people jumping. Yeah, I hate people jumping on the bandwagon for all this uh, real cutesy, controversial um, new shit. Like, listen, pink sauce, green ketchup. All that dash shit. What do you expect to gain from that? To get from any of that, Besides you are going to, to get. You gonna get? Yeah, you gonna get sick. <laughs> you gonna like that? All all of this stuff is not good for you. So, so why are you expecting it to be? She says it. She says it like this is. This is not a medical product. This does not contribute to your health. This does not contribute to your health. Yeah, Come it makes on, your health worse. Oh, <laughs> y'all, y'all doing a lot. It's it, it was a lot of complaints that was going on. People were like, "Y'all really ordering Amazon?" Like the the pink stuff was changing colors as soon as they got it. Some people's uh, packages exploded, so yep. it's just like, "Come on, y'all, do better." <sighs> Good luck, y'all niggas is uh, terrible. Uh, I can't stand y'all. Um, keep it moving. That's all I gotta say. Y'all niggas are tripping. Yeah, who are you happy? Y'all niggas is tripping. My young niggas tripping is going to Mark Ponder. Mark Ponder is a nigga who was at the insurrection uh, on January 6th. Mark Ponder is seen in this photo, for those of you who are viewing this, uh, beating a police officer with what looks to be a metal pole. You know, Mark got five years in prison, which is the longest term uh, that anyone has been sentenced to out of all of the uh, Kappa riots. And you deserve it, nigga. You deserve it. What did you think was going to happen? You know, what did you think was going to happen? Even when you were out there, bro, like, come on. Even in an insurrection, you're still a nigga in a coup. You're still. Yeah. I I, I feel like people forget that they're black sometimes. Even (laughs) Even in functions of places where they, there might not be a lot of them, but <laughs> the general rule of America and of the world is uh, 
nigga, you still not, you still not us. <laughs> so you can join the band all you want. You can join the team, what all you want, but you still can't join in with the festivities like that. Like just, you, you won't, you won't win. Right, like nigga, you're scared. Like it's the great equalizer. Like, come on, bro. And you know what's crazy? He's not the only nigga that was out there. He's oh, yeah. not. There were other niggas that were out there. Some of them were just smart enough not to go inside the the Capitol or not to just beat people up. Like, come on, bro. You get what you deserve, man. Like, you get what you deserve. Eat that time, bro. I hope they make you serve every last bit of it. Don't let your booty hole. <laughs> the booty war is gonna be in there. Like, what you here for, man? I was right. Don't drop the soap. Uh, for real. But we got one more ad to get to for this final topic. We'll be right back. That we do. Hey, what's going on, y'all? A lot of y'all hit me up like, Nate, you super chill. You know, you super laid back all the time. Brother, you gotta be on something. Well, y'all are right. I'm off them chummies edibles. And y'all know me. Y'all know I'm a smoker. I don't really mess with the eddies like that. Because let's be real, a lot of them are hit or miss. There's either no juice or you're feeling like a zombie. The good folks over there at Chummies, well, they out here trying to change the edible game. And I got to tell you, they got some phenomenal products. They sent me over uh, some of their traditional edibles. And man, them things are hitting. But they don't only got edibles. They got juice. They got uh, your gummies. They got your chocolate bars. Whatever you like, they got it. Y'all, do me a favor. Go over to their Instagram page. It's chummies underscore edibles. And get yourself some good stuff. And when you're out there, you know, filling up your cart, make sure you use that promo code 21chummy. That's right. They rocking with the podcast. And because they rocking with us, they rocking with y'all. So they're going to take care of y'all by giving y'all 10% off of your first order. So again, use that promo code 21chummy to get 10% off your edibles. All right, y'all, let's get back to the podcast. It's the final topic. It's the final topic. Boogie, nobody's safe out here. This past Sunday, uh, Bishop Lamar Whitehead was uh, robbed on his live stream. Brothers uh, kicked in the doors with the faux foes and was like, give me all your shit. They actually didn't say that. Uh, he, he was just like, hey, hey, hey. He was like, that's okay. That's okay. And, you know, so he was, uh, him and his wife were robbed of one million in jury. Did you, uh, did you actually see the clip? That should be a negative. I'm gonna just stay confident and consistent nope. with all <laughs> with all the videos. I'm gonna stay very consistent with all of that. You are three um, three. <laughs> I didn't know it was on his live stream. Um yeah, live stream. they called it. <sighs> I uh listen, I feel bad that anybody gets robbed, but I already told you I feel a, a certain way about um bishops pastors, ministers, whomever, with an absorbent amount of money. Um, I feel weird about that. So I feel you on that. Um, and I get where you're coming from, because there's a lot of people who are out there who are fleecing the flock. For sure. And there's multiple streams of income that some of these preachers have. This nigga right here, this nigga right here, I feel like this nigga right here is 
fleecing the flock. You can look at the way this nigga is dressed. If this nigga does not scream, I am pimping the pulpit. I don't know what else. Taking all your money, (laughs) taking all your (laughs) ties. I mean, I'm glad that he didn't get hurt. Uh, His wife didn't get hurt. But this screams insurance fraud. This screams insurance fraud. I've been in big churches and small churches. And whenever that offering bucket comes out, you know they packing. Is somebody in here who is packing just in case you coming up in here to try something? And it's like, you got a Bentley. You wearing Gucci and all this stuff. You, between the two of y'all, had a million dollars worth of jewelry on in Brooklyn? And you ain't had no type of security guards Uh, for your church? Yeah. Come on, bro. It sounded real fishy to me, and I feel like um, I, I feel like generally speaking, the pastors and ministers are going down. There have been a a, a a fleet, if you will, a flock, if you will, <laughs> of of ministers, uh, minis- ministers, if you will. That have been talking out their necks. <laughs> that have been talking out their necks and really proves the reason why a lot of people have decided to move away from the traditional churches um, and organization institution as a whole. Like, I, I yeah I again I, I feel exactly how you feel. No one should be put into as a traumatic experience as being right. robbed. But I guess the real question is, what's really going on here? Can we break down <laughs> these institutions and see like what is what is like? We need to get we they need to get some audits. Like some audits needs to be had. I agree. Um, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, because you, you know the ones, the, the people who are actually writing books and the ones who are on TV. So it's like, okay, this money, I, I know that there's multiple income streams for it's you. Different. You got all these TV yeah. shows out here. But some of these niggas, you just know. It's like, bro, your whole congregation is lacking. But you driving in a Bentley? You driving, mm-hmm. you know, a Rolls Royce in Brooklyn? I'm not saying you can't have money. I'm not saying God can't bless you. But yeah. there's a reason why you were that. hit. Yeah. He he's he's saying that is the media for calling him the flashy pastor. And I was like, well, nigga, you're wearing Gucci suits. <laughs> I mean, you flashy, you flashy. If you're flaunting it, what do you expect people to do and or say? Um, since then, why the reason why I'm calling him a false prophet is because he's not shown signs of him actually being a pastor. Oh, yeah, that too. There was a video of him floating around with two other pastors on a live stream, and just the language that he was using, I'm like, you're not a pastor, bro. I would not want my bishop talking the type of shit that he was talking. So I was like, I, that's just, I was like, what are you doing here? And then, you know, it came out that his, some of his parishioners are suing him, one lady for 90K, saying that, you know, allegedly he told her to liquidate all her assets and put it in like an investment that he was running. And she lost all her money. So it's like when you hear stories like this, it's kind of easy for people to say, yeah, you fleecing the flock, bruh. Doing some shady shit. I I feel bad for people that are persuaded and brainwashed in in some of these people's ministry and words. And it just goes to show 
that uh, people are really evil out here, even though a lot of people are giving, generally give the, the general public the benefit of the doubt. And yeah. I, I'm very weary about people that have too much success, uh, pastors, ministers, especially when it comes in a religious sense. I'm very weary about that because, you know, T.D. Jakes came out and said some unsavory things. And yeah. um, <laughs> he's I, been in the news lately. <laughs> yeah, he's been in, he's been in the, the news lately. And I know this story isn't about him, but it just it it brings up that question of like what like we shouldn't be following people, but also we, we should be learning and listening to people's thoughts. But yes, they are pastors and ministers because they are practicing and studying the quote unquote word, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to take everything that they have as facts, as Bible, as what people would say. So um, get out the sticks. Yeah. The old folks say, right. Exactly. So, um, I, you know, I, I just feel bad for people that, that do lose their life savings, their, their life, you know, their, their minds by, by following people that are clearly having ulterior, ulterior motives. I'm going I'm to show you a couple pictures here before we close out, right? And I'm going to ask you a question, right? Okay. Let me show you this picture, right? So, this oh, yeah. is yeah, him. Yeah, so I'll do it. This looks like yeah. Bobby Schmurda in a fucking collar, right? Look at this. Look at this right here, right? This picture right here. Okay. I'm gonna show I'm gonna show one more, right? Is this a nigga that you would want to sit up under every Sunday? Is this a nigga that you trust your spirituality to? Come but on, that's, Boogie. But that's 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 also subjective because there are a number of palm face colored uh, pastors that dress a certain way where they have a large following as well. I wouldn't sit up under them either. I'd be like, come on, brother. I don't want to yeah. hear a rap song. I want you to preach. No, I I, I agree. But again, <laughs> we're losing ourselves right. by right. following people for certain reasons. So I, I, I think agree. I think we, we need to recenter and focus and focus on selves because honestly you can read the word and, and still be fine by your damn self. <laughs> I mean, this is true. I mean, church is in ourselves. You don't have to go sit in a physical building. I've yeah. said this for quite some time. I can tell you this boogie. I can tell you this much. I guarantee you every church across America is going to have somebody strapped on Sunday. I guarantee that much. Oh, let's go without saying. <laughs> I guarantee it's gonna be hey, that pastor in Brooklyn ain't gonna be me. See what happens? <laughs> it's gonna be some reverence unloading on some folks. Hell yeah. I know you came down for the altar call, but I'm about to perform a funeral here real quick, brother and sisters. Uh, I, yeah, but, it's just you know. sad because like like we said, we don't want anybody to get no, hurt no, no, or having no, no, to no deal problems. with you know, situations like that. Like, that's sad to me, I feel like, so. It is. I'm interested to see, though, if there are some insurance checks paid out. I'm really interested to see how this... 
plays out here. But it but it has to, right? Because they technically did. I would hope he's got robbed. insurance, but this this to me seems I don't know. It's just it all seems stable. If you if you watch the video, it's a dude in the back who ain't moving. Granted. I, but he he was just too cool, too calm. If a nigga, if four niggas bust in with guns, I'm hitting the ground. I'm not trying to watch and see what. Oh, so that's so four people, four dudes came. That's what they said. It was like four dudes broke in and okay. or kicked open the congregation doors during the service on the live feed. But when you watch the feed, it's one nigga in the back who is like sitting at the back of the pulpit, just like. Not he ain't moving that. though. Not like, oh, I'm gonna get on the ground either. The pastor got on the ground, so I'm like, bruh, you should get on the ground too. Oh. That's why I feel like it's an inside job. Because I mean, why else would it be? You see a preacher in Brooklyn. I'm not saying people in Brooklyn don't have money, because we know it's, it's people who do have money. But it's just like people are hurting out here. People are hungry, and you out here riding around in the Bentley's got the chains on you. So I mean, somebody was like, hey man, give me that. And the time. Got got you. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it's layers to it. It's layers. But anyways, I'm glad they're all safe. I was like, good luck. But on that note, no sleep crew. We appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, Like, subscribe on all of your podcast platforms. Boogie, what you got for uh, the listeners? Uh, you know, not only like and subscribe, but also smash that bell notification so you can get all of our content immediately as soon as it drops. Thank you so much. Tell a friend to tell a friend that this and have is them a tell dope. A friend. Yes, that this is a dope ass podcast. So yeah, y'all's favorite late night podcast. Hell yeah! Tell them tune in. Uh, yeah, I ain't got nothing else for the people's. I appreciate y'all. People have been commenting. I have been reading the comments. So uh, thank you. Those some people have also hit me up. It's like, hey, man, I like the show. We appreciate y'all. I appreciate all the sponsors. If anybody wants to become a sponsor, y'all know where to find me and Boogie at. You know? Oh, yeah. What should we hit them with? Since it's May Day, what should, we, what should we end on? Should we give them some bombs, some horns? What you want to end on? You can do whatever the hell you want to do because I am going to listen to the album once more. I've, I've heard it three times already. I'm going to listen to it. Bombs for Bay. <laughs>